0: Well, sanity has broken out in the sports world. Suddenly, biology and fairness matter. Let's check it out. So I'm not sure I need to tell you this, but men and women are different. Equal worth and dignity, but different. For example, men tend to be bigger, stronger and faster than women. tend to be although I think Beatrice Whamwina may be stronger than me. But as a result of these general physical differences, sporting competitions from time immemorial have segregated men and women. That is, biological males have competed only against biological males, and biological females have competed only against biological females. There's gonna be problems when you allow biological males who identify as female to compete against biological females in sporting competitions. We all know this, the absurdity of allowing this was most recently seen in the actions of the University of Pennsylvania swimming team. Will Thomas uh, pictured here, uh, a biological male, competed for three years on the university's men's swimming team, competing against men. Will wasn't able to break any records or garner significant attention. However, Will then identified as a woman and joined the women's swimming team. As a member of the women's team, he began shredding records. Well, earlier this month, the Washington stand calculated that biological men have won 28 major women's sports titles just since 2003, including two mountain bike New Zealand national championships in 2018 and 2019. And in fact, Red Bull's latest skateboarding competition has made that number add up to 29. Uh, And that doesn't include all the second and third placements uh, that were affected as well. It's it's quite disturbing uh, females who have missed out on that top podium finish. But suddenly there has been an outbreak of sanity in the trans insanity world. Sporting codes have suddenly found their backbone and it's having a domino effect. In the middle of Pride month of all months there was suddenly a reality check. The governing body of international swimming, FINA, decided to interrupt the global parade of rainbow flags. There must be categories. Women, men, and of course a category for trans women and trans men, a space. I want anyone who loves competing in aquatic sports to have a space and to achieve their goals in that space. Fair competition is a stronghold and staple of our community. I'm asking everyone to take a breath, listen, before reacting. Listen to the science and experts. Listen to the people who have stood up here and have been telling you how difficult it has been to reconcile inclusion and fairness. Yep, and so starting this week, FINA says that biological men will be banned from competing against women at Federation events. The group has announced that unless they've transitioned before age 12, when the changes are less likely to give them a competitive edge. And Fina said, quote, we have to protect the rights of our athletes to compete, but we also have to protect competitive fairness at our events. Now 71%, 71 71.5% voted for the policy, including a brave delegate from New Zealand. It was made relatively easily on the basis of what we'd heard. And I still stand by that and think that on the day um, fairness and the voice of the biological female athlete has been heard. Yeah, exactly. And Fina said, swimming is a very inclusive sport. We love everyone to come and swim and be involved, but the cornerstone of sport is that it has to be fair and it has to be fair for both sexes. Um, Both sexes? How binary, how bigoted. I mean, uh, Long Bay College told me that there were 112 genders. Anyway, back to reality. What has happened since Fina's decision has been stunning. Sanity has broken out. Rugby League's world body has banned transgender athletes from playing the game at international level, including this year's World Cup in England. And they said this. It is the IRL's responsibility to balance the individual's rights to participate a long-standing principle of rugby league and at its heart from the day it was established against perceived risk to other participants and to ensure all are given a fair hearing and then the world netball federation announced it's reviewing its rules on transgender involvement in women's sports a federation spokesperson said quote, our medical committee are currently in the process of reviewing our transgender policy end quote next minute World Athletics President Sebastian Coe hinted athletics could follow and says that sport has to face up to a clear choice. When push comes to shove, if it's a judgment between inclusion and fairness, we will always fall down on the side of fairness. That for me is non-negotiable. We can't have a generation of young girls thinking there is not a future for them in the sport, so we have a responsibility. Maintaining the primacy and the integrity of female competition is absolutely vital. Last week, cycling's world governing body, the UCI, lowered the permitted testosterone level and doubled the period of time before a transgender rider can compete to two years. Football's world governing body, FIFA, also said it was, quote, currently reviewing its gender eligibility regulations in consultation with expert stakeholders, end quote. You know, it's fascinating that every sport was running for cover on this issue and kowtowing to the demands of the gender activists, but suddenly, one group takes a stand, and what a difference. It reminds me of one of my favourite quotes from Reverend Billy Graham, who said, when a brave man takes a stand, it stiffens the spines of others. Very true, isn't it? You know, it's been a good week for sports and specifically a good week for women's sports, and for every young girl who aspires to reach the top of their chosen sport. Biology matters. Destroying sports is just an expected consequence of a flawed gender ideology, and it's time we got back to basics. Let's be good sports.